What up, guys? Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Samuel Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. Thank you guys for tuning in for this week's episode. I've actually had a lot of time to think about this Drake track, right? Slime you out. And let me tell you, I know previously I was a little bit iffy about it, how to give us some time to digest. But let me tell you, it is amazing. I heard it a couple more times, and last night was when I finally confirmed that this track is incredible. Um, SZA and Drake both kill it, and I cannot wait to hear For All The Dogs. I know Drake has been dropping a lot of albums that people have been saying that aren't his best, but Drake always has slappers, and we need some Drake music. Hip-hop needs Drake music, so I'm excited. Yeah, the song is, and I said this the first time, in no way is it bad whatsoever. It is a good song. I was just shocked that this was like the single for it not because obviously it makes sense because you have SZA it's the biggest artist in the world and another biggest artist in the world but I don't know didn't do it for me still that much I saw this take on Twitter which made sense so they can this is Drake's tying Michael Jackson for the most number one singles of all time and someone's like let's be honest this song is not comparing to a Michael Jackson song like Drake does get the benefit off of his name. Like every single he drops, it will probably be a number one song. So there's some that are on his number one discography where you're like, that wasn't even that good of a song. It's just, it's that, oh, it's that Drizzy Drake. They're going to spin it. Do you remember the line on, um, what was the song with Meek Mill off uh, Going Championship? Bad. Going Bad. And he has the line, I got more slaps than the Beatles, right? Yeah. Even though you do have more slaps than the Beatles, Drake, are you really better than the Beatles? But Drake, you are amazing. Maybe it depends on who you ask. But to me, no, Drake yeah. is not better than the Beatles, even though he has more slaps. This generation talks about stats all the time, stats this, stats that. But let's actually talk about the, the quality song. of the songs. It's I'm kind of pissed because I had a list of all the songs that went number one for Drake. Sadly, I can't find it, but it's a huge jump. Drake is at number one with 13 Billboard number ones. After that is Eminem with five, Cardi B five, Ludacris five, and then Kanye and Travis four, and then so on and so forth. But Surprise really, it's Drake leading. I don't, I'm surprised Kanye doesn't have more, but maybe, you think I so. mean, the two, the two thousands was hard, I guess mm-hmm. that was, cause that was a different sales time, but that man sold yeah. like, a, like a million copies or some shit. He did. And but Le, let me and tell Lil you, hmm? yeah, Lil but Wayne Drake, sold. he had, he had a lot of, um, hit songs. Like if you look at the list, you'll be like, Oh, okay. These songs are actually good. Like started from the bottom, things like that. Back, back when Drake was like popping, growing up. And really going into the industry, he had hits on hits on hits. Like yeah. every feature needed Drake. So it makes sense. But let me ask yeah. you this. Do you think Drake can drop an album specifically for all uh for the dogs? Can this album be better than his first three? Or uh, post um Thank Me Now, Thank Me Later. I will not doubt him that he can. Mm-hmm. He can. If he wants to and he's focused, mm-hmm. he can. That mm-hmm. being said, I don't think he will because mm-hmm few things and i talked about this last time his subject matter does not change not saying i need a whole album about drake talking about being a dad i don't need that but it's kind of the same subject matter he's been talking about for like eight albums now which i listen to a drake album because i want to hear the songs will add to my playlist not necessarily listening to the whole project like wow this was a very concise album and i saw an interview with him where he said nothing was the same as his favorite album because mm-hmm. he said 15 tracks was the perfect amount. He felt it was his most concise album. So he's conscious of the fact that he has done it before and he could again. And he mentions it's for the streams, but dude, you have so much money. Why do you got to do make music for the streams? Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get it either. Hopefully but, he can come up with something hard. That's why I'm yeah. crossing my fingers. 
it's it's a Drake album. There's gonna be hits on it. I'm gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Even her loss. It's not a like, concise album, but there's some bangers that like, it's a really good album. And Twenty One Savage did his thing. CLB gets a lot of hate for the cover and some of the songs. Too sexy, which was a number one single. That not a good song, but <laughs> there are some really amazing songs in that project. It just doesn't sound like a concise album, which is why everyone says the seat, the three same albums are a classic. They say take care. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this, is too late. Mm-hmm. So, and those all three things have the same thing in common. They're concise albums, no filler, have a vibe to it. So just do it again. So if Drake continues on this path of not being able to reach those three albums, do you think that'll affect where he ranks all time wise? Nah, he's so good. <laughs> he's just he's really good at rapping, and it gets mm-hmm. overshadowed by how good he is at rapping. Like uh, say what's he real, is a great rapper. Mm-hmm. I was listening to the other day, just. He's real, he's just a really fucking good rapper, and I don't. He's the hit. He's he's like the go- if someone said Drake is the goat, I wouldn't debate it. But yeah, this is the thing. Don't you think that Drake gets a, a pass, right? If a rapper at a top caliber drops an album that's so so or all right or you know there's some hits on there, automatically that would diminish them from being in the top ten, top five, whatever. But for Drake, he can continue to drop albums that are like twenty three deluxe, whatever, and mm. it's still all right. Is it just because he has those hits and he can make a number one of ease? I mean, Eminem hasn't dropped something that we considered an amazing project in a while, but Eminem's top five mm-hmm. for everyone because he solidified himself. Drake has solidified himself. And oh, people say Andre 3000 is a top five rapper, but which I wouldn't debate either, but he doesn't have any solo album besides if you consider um, Speaker Box, Love Below, his solo mm-hmm. album. And I don't know, every artist messes up. Jay-Z, who I think is the GOAT, has bad albums. Kendrick, it's not a bad album, but it's not my favorite album. <laughs> They're not ready for that take yet. Cole, I don't agree with Adam on yeah. that, but... <laughs> Cole, Cole, no, it's a good album. It's just not mm. great. In no way is that a bad album. But Cole makes songs I don't like. And I say, come on, Eve, why do you let him release that one? But yeah, he's he's solidified. He's he's that Drizzy Drake. He We're is that Drizzy it. Drake. For all the dogs, October 6th, hopefully keeps his promises. But before Oof. we get into it, Adam, you know the drill. What's your playlist mm-hmm. title leading single? I'm going to do the same thing I did last week because I have a new song that came out today. Yes, sir. Ah, with a music video <laughs> that I shot while I was in Europe that I did mm-hmm. after I graduated college. So that's called Time Is Up, and we're still mm-hmm. feeling the same way as I did last week because right before I clicked to join the session, I got denied another job. But we're going to keep <laughs> going after it, man. We got it. Just got to keep that head up. <laughs> Man, but the fact the fact you're being so vulnerable at the, about this means something good is gonna happen. Like some people would be like so ashamed yeah. or whatever, but you you don't take it as a loss, right? You need to have a loss to win. So you're yeah. kind of like whatever. I it's saw on to the next one. That's how it is. I saw Peter Rosenberg tweeted about when mm-hmm. he was starting his career. He said the amount of emails he sent that got no answer that he checked years later, where he's working now with the people that didn't answer him at first. Everyone has the same story. Everyone failed, especially everyone in the music industry. Like we mm-hmm. all. Any person I meet, they had the same experience as me. They're like, yeah, those robot emails at 1 a.m. Yeah, I get those too. <laughs> it's a bitch, but... It is. That's what it on. is. Like, this this industry uh, is tough, and it's cutthroat, and it really is. You really got to keep pushing and keep your head down and keep plowing through. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, at least, I know my playlist title is going to be Awakened by Love, uh, Donald Glover, and the song is going to be my favorite song off the project. While Red Boat is an incredible song, my favorite song from there is terrified ah, no oh uh, no i was like maybe. what was yours mine's baby boy 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. For me, it's drum, terrified. And he performed it, at the Grammys. It was him and this like 12-year-old kid, and he killed his performance. So that stuck with me ever since. And Childish Gambino's birthday, aka Donald Glover, of course. Um, his birthday passed. Um, he's 40, which is so crazy to think about. How on earth is he 40? Yeah, you um, saw that. He's just, yeah. You saw that Joey tweet where he's mm-hmm. the same age as Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. Which is why like Lil Wayne has just it's been wild. famous for so long. That I, I'd be so interested to know Donald Glover's perspective on that fact. Mm-hmm. Or even J. Cole is a year younger than Lil Wayne. But he must yeah. have looked up to Lil Wayne as if he was Jay-Z, like 20, 15 years his senior. So exactly. it's really, it, it's crazy. Yeah, Wayne's been rapping um, since he was like 12, 12 you know, once, uh, um, once Birdman found him and added him to the pack, him and Juvenile and all of them were killing it. Shout out to the South the South, because they got something to say, right? But Donald Glover is one of my favorites of all time. He is like the most creative person ever. He's like yeah. a musician, a singer, an actor, a writer, a, a comedy writer. He does everything. So that was... I'm right now I'm trying to get my creative juices going, and he's one person I definitely look at for inspiration. Not, not ashamed to say it. That was definitely one of my biggest intros into hip-hop. My first love mm-hmm. was not beats or anything. It was the way people worded things and were mm-hmm. clever with their bars. And he's mm-hmm. he's a smart mo- – went to NYU. He's one of the smartest people mm-hmm. that are writing. And I used yep. to love those mixtapes and Bonfire. It was like, whoa, yeah. what is he saying? It's kind of like that Yonkers yeah. vibe where it was so mm-hmm. distressing of a video. But yeah. yeah. Childish Gambino, that was, that was the old goat for me. Him and Chance, that yeah, era. Yeah, no, Camp. Dude, Bonfire was the album. I remember in middle school, I was playing it like crazy. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how do you feel about Camp hearing it today I saw, in 2023? I, <laughs> I saw someone tweet about that like a month ago, and I checked it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely has a 2010s vibe to it. Definitely mm-hmm. has some songs that are outdated. But there were certain mm-hmm. ones that I used to play in the gym, so I still get a little hype to them. Like L.E.S. Less was a really mm-hmm. good song. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely some offensive, like very 2010 lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one was like, UCLA, UCLA, mm-hmm. Asian girls everywhere. Like that, I used to get hard of that in the gym, man. That was my shit. <laughs> but yeah, it's a little, it's a little outdated. It's got an old yeah. vibe to it. A lot of, honestly, a lot of early 2010s music does not sound very mm-hmm. good today because mm-hmm. I feel like producers fell in love with the virtual sound, which jazz mm-hmm. is something that will sound good no matter when you put it. But those digital noises don't sound as good. Someone posted a picture of Future's like hit song from 2014 and said this could have easily been released this year. No, it couldn't have. That shit was <laughs> it's a good song, but it does not sound like yeah. it could be released this year. It's definitely 2000s based, right? Obviously, there's some albums you listen to that's like, okay, that was for that time period. But obviously, the nostalgia drives it. You might hear Cam today and be like, wow, this is not good, or the bars were a little bit corny. But that's how people rap back back then. It was blah, 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 like this, like that, like this, like that. That's how people rap back then. Especially Lil Wayne was a trailblazer for that because he had the mm-hmm. craziest, um, you know, similes, lasagna, Crazy. right? The classic. Um, I just cannot wait for Donald Glover to drop. I think people did not give it the respect he deserved when 3, 15, 20 came out. I know I the not. release was weird. It was during COVID too, so it was really strange. But that album was really good, really experimental, and just fresh completely. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I ever really listened to that album. It was just rollout <laughs> was weird. It's all numbers. Yeah. Can't remember what's mm-hmm. the song title. Mm-hmm. It's similar to like Untitled, Unmastered, mm-hmm. where it's hard to remember which song is which. Mm-hmm. So like if I want levitate, I'm like, is that Untitled Three? Is it Untitled Two? <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard. But would you say that Donald Glover is one of the best uh, artists of this generation? I know if you remember, he had an interview and he talked about how he wanted to write a diss against Drake, and this is America started as a diss, but then he transformed it into the song we know today. Obviously, he's incredible. 
but do you still rank him as a top 10 or top, you know, whatever artist for this generation? Hmm. See, it as seems like, like people don't see him in that light, but as he is a singular, incredible. As a singular artist, mm-hmm. I mean, his voice is amazing. Like who, him mm-hmm. doing Redbone with no effects and like doing it, I think just like on Jimmy Fallon singing, it's, inc- mm-hmm. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the projects to say he's top 10, even though Awaken My Love is great and Because the Internet is great. It's a little outdated mm-hmm. though. But as a, as a full person, like a renaissance man, he's one of the most mm-hmm. impressive people ever. Like he's probably gonna get an EGOT mm-hmm. at some point in his life. Low key. Once he goes on Broadway, mm-hmm. I think he's already. I'm sure he has the Emmy from Thirty Rock and or from. Um, Dude, he's crazy. Like, I used to. I grew up watching Derek Comedy. If you know what that is, mm-hmm. like those YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are my favorite thing ever. That's like that's my yeah. older brothers showing me YouTube in like 2010, seeing them be <laughs> hilarious. That was my shit. Yeah. Well, listen to this. Donald Glover needs to drop. Hip-hop needs it. Drake needs to drop. Hip-hop needs it. But another thing that people have been talking about what hip-hop needs is controversy, right? Hip-hop has always been about competitiveness, being able to compete, battle, rap, etc. We all know what happened with Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, their beef that's been brewing past the years. And it kind of got reignited a little bit at the VMAs. Nicki Minaj had to perform a song. And specifically, specifically she chose Last Time I Saw You. This is a song that's going to be on an upcoming album. Pink Friday 2, which drops November 17th. The Queen is back. So I'm excited to hear what Nikki can drop. I've always been a fan of Nikki. She's one of the greatest to do it, whatever. Afterwards, she did a freestyle, which is where the juice is at, right? And in there, she's talking about how all y'all look up to me. Y'all ain't nothing like me. You ain't close like me. She was pointing. She was pointing at people in the crowd. And people are like, you know, those special cameras, and they aim and shoot, and they figured out, Uh oh, she might be pointing at Cardi B. So... That's that's what happened, and people are reigniting this beef, talking about, oh, is Cardi going to respond back? Is there going to be a track? Because you know Cardi B is going to be dropping soon. Um, does hip hop need a beef? How do you feel about beef? And how do you feel about their beef specifically? One thing first, I'll compliment Nicki Minaj on because I was mm-hmm. thinking about this for the past two weeks because we discussed artists that can do an album by themselves and what really makes me love an artist. And I realized the reason I love that first song on Magic by Nas, what I forget, I'm mm-hmm. blanking on the name, is because his inflection is finally different. But Nas, people will say he uses the same flow. It's not the same flow. It's just that his inflection is the same. So it kind of sounds mm-hmm. the same as he's rapping each time. Nicki Minaj's ability, she does that, yeah. talking like a, like, you know, mm-hmm. gets that thing in her voice. I saw someone mm-hmm. on TikTok impersonate it. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Yep. So shout out, Nicki. Do we need mm-hmm. beef in hip hop? We don't need real beef, like actual mm-hmm. physical violence. That's mm-hmm. awful. The whole Benny, Freddie st- stuff, like that's whack. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's definitely fun to see artists go at each other, especially like I think like there hasn't been like a female against female rap beef, like words being thrown. And since like Lil' Kim, that's just a guess. I don't know if there's been like a more recent one, mm-hmm. but it sucks because I feel like we're in an era where it seems like all the women rappers are coming together and hopping on each other's songs and being supportive, which at the end of the day is way cooler. But yeah, hip hop, we love we love some good shots being thrown. That's the thing. Like it's hard as to a juggle fan, that. right? It's hard to juggle that. As a fan, I, I see like, oh, Eminem versus Ja Rule. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Nas versus Jay-Z. But then you kind of get older. It's like, well, most of these beefs have escalated to horrible things. Like, yeah. hip hop should have learned from Pac and Big. And even like the passing of Nipsey and, and shit like that. Like, uh-huh. that's within the culture that just isn't good. So every time I see, you know, like, and I don't be frank with it. When I see black people beef, it's like, there's no need to beef. Like, there's already so much division uh-huh. already. Hip hop is already dwindling already. Uh, the ownership is 
being mishandled and whatnot. I don't want to see the beef. Just try to work things together. But at the same time, I get it. You want to see yeah. the competitive nature. You want to see who can spit. It feels like on a platform like Versus, I feel like that was really important for the culture during COVID. Sad. And it sucks that um, Timberland and Swiss sold the rights to whoever it was. The other TikTok app is not TikTok, but it's like like TikTok. Okay. I forget uh, yeah. the app. Vimeo? Um, but no, that's, that's YouTube. Not Vimeo. <laughs> not Vimeo. That's like, yeah. They don't got the money for that. Yeah. I forget the, the name of the app. But it's just disappointing, honestly. Yeah. And I say that, like, I don't like beef at all. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, when I play, um, what's it called? Push a T's diss track. Yeah. I show people that because I like it is so insane that he did that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. bad for that's a real child who's gonna like listen to mm-hmm. that song at some point in his life and realize like what his dad did and who he is more. But oof, I love listening to that song. It's it so was. It was. it's so mean. Yeah, and I think it brought the best out of Drake too, because people forget the W freestyle. It was heat. good. He really had good. bars for days, and then Pusha just had some crazy let it, info. Let it, <laughs> let it ring like Vanessa Williams. He said like the most yeah, minor thing yeah. about his wife, and Drake Pusha T was waiting. He was like, I... "Yeah, that was a thing." Because like he didn't even say anything bad. He just said, "Oh, let it ring on you, but you ring your know, wife, yeah. and you marry." Don't yeah. mention and my wife. Like, oh, I mentioned every don't person. Don't mention my wife. Exactly. So tick, that's tick, crazy. Tick. How much time it, that boy it, got? That man is sick, sick, sick. He went insane. I just hope that this beef doesn't escalate. I feel like, like you said before, the women in rap are on a stage that's never been seen before, right? It's precedent. Um, awesome. Back then, it was like one main female rapper, and they would kind of knock everyone else down. But now you have so many different rappers. Megan, Tierra Whack, Cardi B, um, your favorite artist. Dochi. I'm, I'm blank. Dochi. Dochi. Like, there's so many of them who are killing it, so... Hopefully they can work together. I would love yeah. to see a Nicki and, and Cardi B Do- apart from motorsport. Yeah, Doja's bringing, mm-hmm. I think it's Doja, bringing Ice Spice and Dochi on her tour. So that's Ooh. dope. Hey, I love yep. I love the support. And mm-hmm. I saw the whole thing with Nicki's husband, who is a pedophile, who is looking that's for all, say, yeah. who is searching. Mm-hmm. That, no, that's a good thing. Like he's a registered uh sex offender and mm. he was looking for offset and then got sent to the mm. house arrest it's like what are yeah we, y'all are like 35 plus how can you still want but we still but, but people love her you say you love her loss right you love her loss right but yeah the content he's a you know I me mean? he's a 30 year old man and that's the content it's true, but it's so a, you can have it both ways hey sometimes you just want some bangers hey it's say less right. but another female rapper who dropped right doja cat uh mm. i said that's the one who that one album that's been on everybody's mind so far. Um, before we get into anything, I want to say like the positives first. You say the positives first, then we can get to critiquing and whatnot, the sales and everything. Yeah. Um, for me, I love this album. Um, I know I sent that that text to you beforehand, <laughs> but that, <laughs> listen, not like I was influenced. I was influenced by a lot of people on Twitter because people were trashing it and saying all this negative, t- spreading all this negative t- negativity about yeah. the album. Um, I think that Doja had an incredible rollout, right? We always talk about how important rollouts are, how marketing is important. And in this day and age, we don't see a lot of artists are really taking the time and trying to create something that's new and refreshing for people to enjoy. Whether that was Doja creating the wax models of the all-blood woman um, or even the music videos, um, the statues, the performances on the VMAs, all of it all um, supported the album. Of course, the whole fan situation might have put a dent to that at the end of the day, but I just think the whole preparation was perfect. It just sucks at the end of the day. It didn't really show for it. I will say it, it's a good album. It is. Mm-hmm. I, at the end of the day, the music was not made for me. I'm not the target audience mm-hmm. of a Doja Cat album. So certain mm-hmm. songs that I don't like, they I was never going to like. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely great standout tracks on here. Paint the Town Red, what an amazing single. Would not have preferred it to be the first song on the album. 
I really, I really think that the lute should have been the first song in the album. I think it has that like, wow. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that would have been a cool intro. And she mm-hmm. starts talking her shit. Um, mm-hmm. 97 was fire. Fuck the girls is hype. Ouchie, which is the one where it's like fighters. Like, you know, it's like a video game type chorus. Yep. It's like that, now that's fight. Ouchies. That's ouchies. Yeah. That's, fight. Yep. that's a cool song. Mm-hmm. There's definitely like dope tracks on here to mm-hmm. touch on the things that I had issues with. It's, it's all really her fault because of how she marketed this album saying that this was going to be mm-hmm. different. No more that pop stuff. I want to show y'all how I can rap. And mm-hmm. just naturally she just didn't do that. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a debate. She's not coming in with a lyrical barrage of bars mm-hmm. coming at you, which is fine, but just don't say you're going to do that and then drop just a good pop rap album. Mm-hmm. I think that's what set people up to be disappointed and left me a little disappointed but it's a good album yeah okay a little bit mixed because you said all that but then you're like well it's a good album but you're just admitting that it's not for me so maybe that's why is that yeah. right understanding? and i yeah and i saw i read this whole pitchfork um inner not interview review of the album which people yeah. are hating on because a white woman that's wrote it up. which yeah, it's 5.7 right yeah 5.9 yeah. her po- gave it. i thought her points all made perfect sense it's, it's honestly described how i felt about the album where she mm-hmm. comes in with this whole devil out like rollout, and this album doesn't sound s- spooky. You know, I'm, it doesn't yeah. match this devil that's being put in mm-hmm. every city with wax figures bleeding. Mm-hmm. So, like Doji is that new song that's like crazy. Like that is what Doja Cat thinks she's doing. Mm-hmm. But there's no song where I'm like, oh, I'm scared, like demons. It's just like a yeah. pop. It's a pop rap hit. And how people- do you think the rollout was? It's a cool rollout in general, but it didn't match what actually happened on the album. Okay. Would be my opinion. All right. I, I, I think I agree with much of what you're saying. I think the rollout was perfect. Perfect. I just think that the whole situation of, hey, um, I'm going to diss my fans a little bit and also say all the pop music I made before was trash. Like, this album is going to be way better. It's me and my authentic self. Then I hear the album and I hear tracks such as, this was like a back-to-back-to-back gun go off shut yo aroga hill stuff like that and they're all pop songs specifically yeah. it's like a pierre born um hyper pop type beat yeah and i'm confused why there's this pop music when you said you weren't going to do that and for my opinion when i look at this album i say this album is amazing because it should have been one of the best albums of the year why am i saying that there's so many tracks on here that remind me of 90s hip-hop. I'm talking about Queen Latifah, Lauryn Hill, mm-hmm. a TLC, the vibes, the R&B mesh with hip-hop. She has so many fire tracks. I, I, I kind of skipped the first two because those are like the singles. Demons, I don't like. When you hear it, you hear the verses, and it's like, these verses are really not good. Paint the Town yeah. Red, it's the pop single, but I want to hear you rap. Um, where that starts is 4, 5, and 6. The back-to-back-to-back yeah. to back to back of Boom Bap Beats, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And those are those are amazing. And then they're she great. does the back to back to back again with the pop singles. So the first half was a bit confusing. Why you're mi- mixing up the pop of the mm-hmm. hip hop? Then when you get to the second half of the album, it's all of that gritty hip hop boom bap rapping, and yeah. I love it. So it's just the inconsistencies. Yeah, it's not sequenced very well mm-hmm. for that. Oh, what was I about to say? She just it was just kind of safe. It felt like a safe album. Mm-hmm. And the streams, I know streams don't actually matter. She's selling out tours, mm-hmm. so who gives a fuck? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Who cares? But <laughs> I am so shocked that she sold 55000 And I was texting mm-hmm. you this, and it wasn't like to diss you, but we were debating, mm-hmm. can she outsell mm-hmm. Drake? And mm-hmm. she 
apparently didn't even outsell Trippy Red. And I am so mm-hmm. shocked by this. I don't get what happened. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a superstar. I thought she was mm-hmm. a Jack a Jack Harlow selling like 150000 I thought she was easily mm-hmm. above that. Mm-hmm. So I'd be so curious to hear from an exec what their mm-hmm. thoughts on that were. But I was very shocked to find out just 55000 But to compare it to her last album... The last mm-hmm. album had so many huge singles. Planet Her, you had Woman was a huge sh- song. Um, Need mm-hmm. to Know, you have uh, Kiss Me More. What an amazing song. And then mm-hmm. another big problem with this project, and I was wrong. I thought Doja Cat could do a whole album by herself, especially because she can do all these different vocal inflections. That last album has Ariana Grande. That's going to get you streams. Mm-hmm. Young Doug, get you streams. J.I.D., get that mm-hmm. Dreamville fan base in there. Smino's yeah. on it. Get that Dreamville fan base mm-hmm. in there. SZA, biggest pop artist. Gunna, one of the biggest rappers. Mm-hmm. That's obviously going to inflate your streams. But those features mm-hmm. were also good features that helped yep. add to the music. So mm-hmm. she she could have benefited from some help. Yeah, and that's the one thing I might give a slight to the album. Although I do love all the hip-hop tracks, and I don't like the pop tracks. If you take these two categories, all the pop tracks sound similar. And all the hip-hop songs, it's just a simple boom-bap beat and she's rapping over with some type of unique chorus or high-pitched voice. Yeah. And when you're talking about uh, Jack Harlow, right, that really perks me up because I actually wanted to see how much did he sell. The reason why me and Adam were arguing, right, was because we didn't understand why she sold. And they said that's projected to be about right less than 60000 So maybe like 55000 in between 55000 and 60000 um, Come Home, The Kids Miss You sold 113000 first week. All right. Let me see actually how much Planet Her did first week. And then we can do a comparison. Planet Her did 109,000, right? Yeah. But Jack Harlow's recent album, Jackman, did 35,000 first week. That was a big drop. But Jack didn't market. Is that what you're saying? Jack didn't market? No rollout. No music videos until like six months Mm -hmm. later. It felt like he Mm -hmm. did that on purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think it honestly, Loki got him more respect. I saw he dropped the new music video and people Mm -hmm. were saying, yo, Loki, this was a banger. Like one of Jack's best songs. Yeah. Which yeah, and is, the album to me is still one of the best rap albums uh, of the year. And that's Dope album. not surprising because Jack is good, but I was expecting more because of the bigger names. But to yeah. me, Jack is still in the top 10 best rap albums of 2023. But I just, uh, I think maybe the fans things had an effect, but I don't think it's the fans. Right. I just think people aren't selling like they used to. The fact that Jack went from 100, whatever, 100 and... Uh, a hundred and thirteen thousand, one hundred thirteen thousand to thirty five thousand is a huge drop off. Market yeah. or no market, you're Jack album, Harlow, right? Last album had Drake on it, Churchill Downs. Mm-hmm. It has. Is this the one with Big Sean on it? I can't even think. I he think had, so. Uh, he had yeah. mm-hmm. Nail Tech, which was one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. of that year. Mm-hmm. It's about if you're going for sales, which once again doesn't actually matter. Jack Harlow sells out all of his tours. He has real fans, but. I mean, there's something to say about you have to release the correct singles. Balut, amazing song, not really a single. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give me that vibe as that would have got her female audience that excited for it. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't care. She's selling out her tour properly. So. Yeah. And that's a good point. Basically, Adam is saying that because there's a lack of hits on the album, maybe that's why it couldn't sell as much, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a factor too. But again, it's just such a, a such a, a dip in numbers. And like I said, this is not just Doja Cat and Jack. This is across the board. Even Kendrick had a big big dip in sales between Damn, which is about seven hundred thousand, and this album, no, which is about no hits. Steppers, which is about two hundred. You can say no hits, but I there was just literally no hits on that album. <sighs> it charted. 
the first week that mm-hmm. had had the top 10 songs and they all went down. Mm-hmm. Not because they're mm-hmm. bad songs in any way, but the songs that were trying to be the big hits, like N95, Purple Hearts, mm-hmm. they just didn't hit the same way that the, I'm blanking the name, but the one with Rihanna and Humble and mm-hmm. DNA, A Loyalty, and the one with Zakari. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I forget love. Love. Like those are four legitimate great hits and they were mm-hmm. everywhere. Humble was yeah. everywhere. So it does affect it. But obviously Kendrick Lamar can sell out stadiums all he wants. So he decided to make mm-hmm. a personal album. Beautiful yeah. album. Go for it. It wasn't meant mm-hmm. to be replayed constantly. You'd have to be pretty like depressed to bump Auntie's Diaries <laughs> consistently. Yeah. That'd be hard to listen to a lot. Yeah. But yeah. And just thinking about it now, I think you're right, especially in this era where hits do matter, streams do matter, and the fact that that hit song could be on TikTok getting a bunch of replays, that's going to drive the sales of the album. And if you don't have that, that's going to affect an album severely. But it's just such a scary thing when I see every artist now can't even make 100000 Back then, 100000 was nothing to some big artists, but now they're struggling just to reach that for mainstream acts. So it's, it's, it's weird to see why. And I yeah. wanted to ask you why you thought so. What's going on? Is it the artist's fault? Right? We had this, this discussion already, but producer fault is it the label's fault whose fault is it what's going on or is it the consumer's fault is it us for being idiots and allowing you know cheap streams and fake streams and all these issues to come into play yeah i don't really get the concept behind fake streams maybe it's Mm -hmm. because some people click songs just because they see it's a lot of streams so they'll say to themselves Mm -hmm. oh i'll give it a shot but if you're a label and you're paying for streams that means you're not making money off of that because you're paying for the streams so that doesn't really make sense especially the tour doesn't sell i don't know why you sold all that for the first Mm -hmm. place at the end of the day, the biggest thing for artists is they're super fans, which I think is described as like they listen to your song three times a day and they'll buy mm-hmm. your show tickets. So all these artists, Smino might not sell a lot. He sold out a tour. JD might not sell a lot. Sold out a tour. Saba might not sell a lot. Sold out a tour. No Name is performing at the Fillmore in Philly. It's a really big mm-hmm. venue. It's the same venue that Anderson Pack performed at. But you don't think of No Name as the same height as Anderson Pack, Grammy nominated, one of the best artists to me ever. But... They got the actual dedicated fan base. So I don't know why there's not as many huge hits. For the Drake mm-hmm. song, Slime, Slime Me Out, Slime You Out, the beat just didn't excite me. I just thought it was pretty plain. So that could be the producer's fault or Drake's fault for choosing that one out of all the beats he can mm-hmm. choose. Yeah. I don't know who's to specifically blame for it. I think you hit the you hit the nail. Uh, the fact that they buy streams, right, labels, I think that just gives us, the consumers, the impression that, oh, this artist is popping, so I have to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a tweet I saw from Sauce from Veli. Hopefully I said that right. And basically what he's talking about is rather than wasting your time and putting money on streaming, we're just going to get sense, right? And everyone is doing it. It's oversaturated. Just create a website, put your music on there, build a real fan base, and charge like them, I don't know, $10 for, per album. That's going to stack up to be a lot of money. And when you're like J.I.D. or Smino, who already built up a fan base and they're supporting your shows, they're buying your tickets, buying your merch, that's going to keep you going for the long run. That's going to keep you afloat and give you some finance rather than these artists buying their streams, um, you know, in a non-correct way and mm-hmm. they can't even sell out. That's going to affect your pockets and then you're yeah. going to be ditched. There's so many artists and rap- rappers specifically we know who fake their way up and now they just fall in, uh, you know, head first on their face, you know? Yeah, and there's artists that we don't even know of that do way better than you would ever expect. And you're like, oh, that person Mm -hmm. is selling out a tour? Oh, shit, Like, good for Mm -hmm. them. I didn't know they could do that. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it is as you get older, you're not as – you're not going to be that person that his whole life is dedicated to an artist. Like Mm -hmm. I was back in the day watching every single Logic tour video. I don't know if I would do that for any artist now unless it's like J. Cole. I'd be interested to see what J. Cole posted. So I don't (laughs) – 
like Playboy Cardi and that style of rap, mm-hmm. they, they have these kids really, really loving their music and really interested yeah. in their personality. So that's part of it. People got to be into your personality and what you do outside mm-hmm. of rap. Action Bronson, mm-hmm. I get to watch him do his cooking show, which is amazing. So I and I like the way that he's so passionate about that, and it goes into his mm-hmm. music. So that makes me like Action Bronson as a whole thing more. If you know what I mean, you gotta also yeah. fall in love with the brand on top of falling in love with the music. So that's why I'm the Doja Cat brought that up. That's mm-hmm. why the Doja Cat thing was weird because you're making people not love your brand anymore. So not gonna support you. People Taylor Swift all day. They're in love with the brand of Taylor Swift. They're in love with mm-hmm. the brand of Beyonce. I buy my Dreamville Crew next shirt. I think it's cool that J. Cole's wearing it. I want to buy it. And who's another artist? Tyler Tyler Crater has Golf Wang. I think that's sick. Mm-hmm. He has cologne. I might go buy his cologne. I fall in love mm-hmm. with the whole idea of Tyler Crater, not just the music he's mm-hmm. making, which makes it so cool to follow Tyler. Because when he posts, you go, what new is this guy going to do? Yeah. It's all about the brand. And I'm happy you brought that up, especially with Taylor, right? And it's kind of like the music landscape. And not to say that music isn't for old people, but music really is a young man's game. And it's yeah. this weird conundrum when you get older. And this happened to me too. The less music you listen to, the less invested you're in. Like you're not More as time, crazy yeah. or fan, yeah, fan crazy as you are when you were younger. And because of that, you need to evolve and kind of cater to the new audience. The fact that Taylor Swift has been making hits for our generation and for this new generation shows how incredible she is, or even Eminem or any of these any of these artists being able yeah. to evolve. And we're not, it's kind of funny because when you look at the album, right, Scarlet, we, we talked about all the great songs on there, like Balut and Attention and whatnot. But the number one song popping is Aurora Hills. And that's, mm-hmm. I bet, what the kids are bumping right now. But that's not what yeah. I'm listening to. The music video is dope. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, go check it, it out. Cool. But I, 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 I don't like the song. song like that. Exactly. It sounded, so it's like an age thing. I've seen actually a lot of men on Twitter really like that song that I follow. Mm-hmm. I, sure but, they, I sure they do. Uh, Chris, Chris Patrick <laughs> loves it. What's his name? I mean, Joey loves it, Joey H. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I tweeted it sounded like it was um, what's what's the who's guts? What's her name? Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, it kind of uh, yeah, sounded Olivia like Rodrigo. she was rapping like a Olivia Rodrigo because she was doing a like mm-hmm. a sounded like like so very teenager yeah, voice weird. yeah on the first mm-hmm. verse. But once again, that song was not made for me. So yeah, people love it. They love it. Apparently, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna debate yeah. them on that. Yeah, and I applaud Doja for trying something new. I'm never gonna knock an artist for jo- dropping something new. In my opinion, I think where we're seeing a problem with this is in hip-hop. And obviously, it's reflecting because hip-hop is slowly going down over time, right? It used to be, I think it still is the number one genre, but like I feel like new genres are picking up the pace, especially when you see Olivia Rodrigo, Lil Nas X. I feel like Jack Harlow is really the only, and of course the big three, Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, yeah. or carrying the flag. But what genre do you think is going to pick up, if not hip-hop? But I don't know, maybe my hip-hop might make a bounce back. But what do you think? And going back to the trap beats too, Trap yeah. beats, right, were the current trend in the current landscape of rap. But that was for that was catered for a certain demographic, a certain age. Now that we're out of that, we're in our our mid to our you know young to mid twenties. We're going to continue to get older. We're not going to listen to that anymore. Mm-hmm. So where are those artists going to be? So you answer away. I laid a lot on you, but what do you think? Yeah, it's interesting because hip hop has found a way into like every genre of music. Mm-hmm. So now like. You could consider some of the songs that Olivia Rodrigo does where she's just kind of speaking. She's not singing during mm-hmm. the verses. It kind of has like a rap influence to it. She's also making like 2000s punk rock. So it's not like she's creating like a whole new lane. It's just kind of a rebirth of this teen, angsty, pop, Avril Lavigne type music, which is great. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like co- Country is obviously so popular. Zach Bryan is people's goat. They're, they're obsessed mm-hmm. with it. I have friends recently who are obsessed with house music. Mm-hmm. 
I just think hip hop is so beautiful just because it's so poetic and I just think words last forever and some of the jazz beats mm. they use will always last forever. So I got faith in my R&B hip hop people. I think they'll, yeah. they'll remain strong. Okay. And like we said, it's it based off the consumers too. Yeah. And it could be, di- it might be dying streams wise, but these guys are selling mm-hmm. out tours still. And these women are selling out tours still. And we're having new artists break pretty often, especially female mm-hmm. rappers. They're breaking. Yeah. Quick. I didn't know who Sexy Red was. And then within mm-hmm. two months, she is at every game. She's at every event. I'm like, who is this girl? She's on the Jets Hard Knock episode. You probably don't watch Hard Knocks, but it's crazy mm-hmm. how fast she popped up. I'm like, Ice Spice was doing so well, and then this girl popped up, and another girl pops up, and they all are doing yeah. well together. So it's mm-hmm. cool to see. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm being too critical over hip-hop. We'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll still be the number one genre. But like I said before, who's going to pick up the torch? And I think we'll get into this in another episode, just talking about the music industry in general. But it's going to get to a point where there's not going to be super fans, as in like Taylor Swift, super fans for Taylor Swift and other artists. It's going to be just your niche um, your niche team, your niche squad, like big fans of Sp- uh, Smino, uh, big fans of JID. And it's just going to be a collective and not this huge... Uh, marketable consumer type of thing you know that labels can kind of control mm-hmm. but we'll see how it goes you guys let us know what you think uh make sure you like and subscribe let us know in the comments below that's all we got for today but you know let us know yes, what you sir. think adam yeah. anything you got to say my friend uh go birds go birds eagles yes sir no hey man we don't know man maybe the chiefs because kelsey's with taylor now he's gonna be playing like no other player out there so we'll see nah, screw the chiefs but i love travis kelsey <laughs> travis kelsey's the man hey Shout out to him. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.